Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, everybody, to today's exciting episode. You got the kind of loving that can be so smooth, yeah. Give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. What a tune. What a banger. Yeah, brilliant. (laughs) Has it got anything to do with today's episode? Not at all. Oh, good, right. (laughs) Shall uh, Shall we reveal what we're talking about today, then? Well, my friend... How much do you know about leprechauns? Very little. <laughs> very, very small amount. Very small amount. Small, yeah. I, to... Am I right in thinking that they are uh, wealthy Irish midgets? In a way, yes. But I don't know. Can we call them little people? L- little people? <laughs> yeah. is, is midget not another term for a little person? I don't know. I don't know if it's PC. I don't know what the rules are on it. I've heard other people say it, but I... I well, we're a comedy con podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're a comedy podcast, that's all right. Please don't get offended. We don't mean it. Yeah, today, I thought, well, we've had quite a few banging episodes, but they've been very painful on the brain, haven't they? Yeah, they've they been have, thinking, yeah, they've yeah. been deep, they've been making us question all sorts of realities and dimensions. Lives. <laughs> really contemplating what's going on in the world. So I thought, why not lighten the mood and get this new year of Paranormality UK off to a great, fantastic start. Yeah. Something a bit more lighthearted and fun. So I thought we're gonna do leprechauns. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, leprechauns. For those that don't know, I'll give a brief statement. A supernatural being in Irish folklore, classed by many as a type of fairy, sprite, or pixie. They are usually depicted as little bearded men wearing a coat and hat. Green. Well, that will come up later, my friend. Oh, I'm pretty sure they normally dress in green, don't they? That's why, that's why I've got this, well, fairly green jacket on and green well, in my bandana. This is the greenest bandana that I could, I could find. I appreciate it. And that is why we've gone for a bit of a green theme. Green theme. But what might surprise you later on is the origins of 
leprechauns and why they're now green. So oh, I'll come back to that. They so. went mouldy. <laughs> no comment, no comment. <laughs> so they're usually found wearing coats and hats who partake in mischief and practical jokes. In later times, they have been depicted as shoemakers or cobblers who have a hidden pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. Oh, so that's a brief description of what leprechauns are. I, I knew about the pot of gold and the rainbow thing. Yep. Didn't know they were cobblers. Well, <laughs> that also comes up into it, Fair which enough. is a funny little story. Um, so leprechauns also, <laughs> a funny little story. This doesn't sound right in an Irish accent, does it? Can I show you your shoes, governor? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is odd how they have this thing of being shoemakers and cobblers because yeah. they don't do it for other people. So I'll get to oh, that. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but leprechauns typically live in caves, moors, forests, and gardens. Right. So I don't know if that's their own gardens or if it's other people's gardens. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess if they own a garden, they can live in it. They don't have to put up a house, do they? True. Uh, I was thinking then toadstools, but I think that's pixies and fairies. Yeah, but they are yeah, part they of that family. So. Yeah, they're all sort of part of the fae folk, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, I thought I've also if I was a pixie leprechaun, something in that kind of thing, I would hollow out a tree and live in a, a big oak tree or something. Yeah. I think that'd be a nice house. Sounds nice. I think I'd find an old boot. Oh, nice. <laughs> that would have to be a big old boot to fit a leprechaun in. Well, yeah. I'd uh, put a little thatched roof on it and everything. It'd look lovely. Yeah, that would. So leprechauns are actually rarely appear in Irish mythology and only become prominent in later folklore. So there's a little fact for you. Okay, fair enough. So, so they're a rel relatively recent thing then, are they? Uh, have you got a date when they first started this time or...? Yes. You have. Ooh, the f the am I going to be surprised? Can <laughs> the, I guess? Uh, go on then. Right. I'm going to go. The first mention of a leprechaun. Um, 1743. 8th century. 8th century. There you go. You surprised me. <laughs> the 8th century. Bam. And Bam. I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> the stories of leprechauns uh, were known as they were tiny water dwellers. Oh, right. And this story became popular and was circulating among the Celts or the Celtics. So the leprechauns are kind of the original mermaids then? Yeah. Little bearded mermaids. <laughs> In a way, yeah, just about <laughs> the fishtail. But yeah, they were just known for being tiny water dwellers. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> and the word or the name leprechaun comes from luchapan, which means small body. <laughs> But there we go. Yeah, see, we're, we are getting to the nitty-gritty of it now, aren't we? Yeah. Luchapan. Is that Gaelic or some kind of Celtic language? It's Celtic. Yeah. So Luchapan. And it's fitting because leprechauns are always between two to three feet tall at maximum height. Oh. Right, so they right. never seem to get higher than three feet tall. Good to know. So, so they are wealthy little midgets then. Yeah, yeah. We, we have to stop saying Sorry. midgets. We can't. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't know the rules on it. I'm getting, I don't I'm trying to push them. <laughs> we're edgy. We're, I, I, I'm all for being edgy and pushing the boundaries. But when I'm, I don't know, I'm like, I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I just don't know about that word. I, uh, Fair enough. I, I just feel bad. I don't know. Okay, Little people, I suppose. But then I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know. I think, well, I think we've got to be a little bit 
looser about it, aren't we? I mean, so there are numerous variants from different regions of Ireland uh, about leprechauns and the words, the meanings, and the the different definitions of of leprechaun. Right. So we'll start off with John O'Donovan. Oh, Donovan. There's a lot of O's and oh, Nooks yeah, yeah, in I this. Yeah, I imagine there probably will be. So, John O'Donovan. Oh, really? <laughs> that actually is right there. <laughs> That's O'Reilly. Well, yeah. John O'Donovan's supplement to O'Reilly's Irish English Dictionary defines a leprechaun as a sprite or pygmy of diminutive size who also carries a purse containing a shilling. <laughs> a shilling? Oh, not a shamrock. <laughs> no, not a shilling. <laughs> right. And the Irish term, Leithbragan, in O'Reilly's Dictionary, has also been recognised as an alternative spelling. Fair enough. Leithbragan. Leithbragan. Yeah. Sounds, I don't know, Le- it sounds like a, a mythical creature to me, a Leithbragan. Leithbragan? It's a little bit like leprechaun, I suppose. Yeah. I slayed the leaf, bragging. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> um, other spellings of leprechaun include lubrican. Lubrican, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lubrican. So, the Graham Norton of leprechaun. Because <laughs> um, it sounds like lubricant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, leprehorn and leoprechan. Right, okay. Is that different pronunciations from the different regions in Ireland then, from the different types of leprechaun? Yes. Yeah, yeah, different spellings and slightly different ways of saying it, depending on where you go in Ireland. But I I assume this is back in the day, Yeah, if you know what I mean. I imagine everyone nowadays just calls them leprechauns. So the first recorded instance of the word uh, in the English language of leprechaun (coughs) was in Decker's comedy play, the Honest Whore in 1604. <laughs> right. Which sounds like a great song. The Honest Whore in 1604. <laughs> and if if you would allow me, I'd like to read a little quote from the play because it's in old English, I suppose. Go for it. Have a, have a go. Shall I try my terrible Irish accent? You can give it a go, yeah. As for your Irish lubrican, that spirit whom by preposterous charms they lust hath raised in a wrong circle. There you go. That's the a little quote from the play of the Honest Whore in 1604. Okay. Um, but that, that is the... Zero sense. No, it, it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> but that was just the first mention of the actual word leprechaun in 1604 was this play. Oh, so that was kind of the first written version. Yeah. Of it. Right, okay. Yeah. Another early known reference to the leprechauns appears in the medieval tale known as Extra Fergus Magletti. This translates to the adventures of Fergus' son, oh, the adventures Fergus, of Fergus, son, son of Letty. Letty. Yeah. Uh, the text contains an episode in which Fergus Macletty, king of Ulster, falls asleep on the beach and wakes to find himself being dragged into the sea by three leprechauns. He then captures the leprechauns, who grant him three wishes in exchange for his release, or for their release, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I think I've heard about something with um, leprechauns and wishes, kind of like mm. the genie sort of situation, isn't it? Yeah, that actually comes up quite a lot in the folklore, is yeah. if, if it's not a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, it's granting people wishes. Or, then there's something to do with luck as well? I mean, I know yeah. there's the luck of the Irish, but doesn't that come from leprechauns as well? Do you, like, cut off their toes or something and keep them? 
No, it's just because they're incredibly wealthy. Leprechauns oh, are right. incredibly wealthy. Oh, so it's not like foxes' tails and rabbits' feet and stuff. No, like no, it's... leprechaun finger. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that would be quite cool to have, though. Wouldn't it? <laughs> How are you so lucky? Oh, I got a leprechaun finger. <laughs> And then you're on the slot machines pre- using the actual <laughs> leprechaun finger. You're dealing cards out with a little stubby finger. Like yeah. you. It actually sounds quite practical to be honest. Uh, the leprechaun is said to be a solitary creature whose principal occupation is making and cobbling shoes. He also enjoys practical jokes and mischief. Also, I did look into the fact of whether there was lady leprechauns. I was just wondering that when you ah. said they're solitary creatures. I was like, well, how do they mate? This is the thing, because they're like mythical. There seems to be in old folklore no mention of lady leprechauns. That's because they've all got beards and you can't tell the difference. <laughs> well, imagine if there was lady leprechauns with beards. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's no mention of it in old folklore or anything. It, there are mention of Lady Leprechauns like with modern... Like, I could only okay. find maybe a couple of stories with like Lady Leprechauns next. Right. But they are essentially just like what we would picture as fairies and pixies and things. They don't actually look like bearded leprechauns. Oh. So it, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, it does come up how leprechauns reproduce. Okay. Which I'll, is... I'll, I'll look forward to it's that. It's very mystical. Um, so I didn't know what he ever teach you the birds and the bees, Josh. No, I actually don't know. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Carry on doing your research, then, mate. <laughs> so in Mc, see this one, it's in Irish now. I don't want to mess it up. McCannally looks That's... like McCannally, yeah. So in McCannally's 1988 I don't account, don't pronounce it the other way because they no, really are pushing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be on the edge. <laughs> Oh, that's maybe where lubricant comes from. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> In McCannally's 1988 account, the leprechaun was not a professional cobbler, but was frequently seen mending his own shoes as he runs about so much, causing so much mischief, he wears his own <laughs> shoes out. <laughs> Obviously, with such tiny feet, it's hard to get hold of new shoes, so you just got to keep repairing yeah. them. So that's yeah. where that actually comes from, of Fair people enough. associating leprechauns with being cobblers and shoemakers. They're not doing it for other people. It's the only time they see them doing anything that ain't mischief. Yeah. <laughs> They're such terrors that they just <laughs> wear the bottoms of their shoes. Um, so... Uh, where are we? Uh, so this is said to be the best opportunity for a human to capture a leprechaun and refuse to release him until the leprechaun gives him supernatural wealth or three wishes. Ah, okay. So when they're mending their shoes, that's the time to leap out so and catch can't run yourself. away. <laughs> catch, catch a leprechaun finger for your own good luck. <laughs> so... Some give me a finger. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. I'll give you three wishes. No, I just want your finger. <laughs> so some folklore shows a darker side to the small bearded fellows, and that is said that there are sometimes menacing. Well, they are sometimes seen being menacing and spiriting children away. Ooh, almost like the child snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. So that's the the darker side of leprechauns. Um, but McAnally star, uh, states that leprechauns are not all good and they're not all bad. They're always in the middle, which is why they're mischievous and they like practical jokes. There's no malice oh, behind okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. leprechauns. They're not like evil um, 
like imps or anything. No, like not that. at all. No, they're, they're always just mischievous. They like to have a laugh, which I love that because it kind of does sum up the Irish in a way. Like they they do seem to be it, up for a good time. And yeah, having a yeah. Laugh it and... sums up a lot of the like the fey folk as well. Because mm. I, I know we haven't really done an episode on fairies. It is on the list, but we've kind of. <laughs> pushed it to one side I don't know how many times but actually sort of uh, when where I come from my family uh, originates obviously uh, Wales <clears throat> there's this very strong folklore about fairies and that in Wales mm-hmm. and they're depicted as mischievous little creatures just the same as these leprechauns ah, so they're all part of that same family of sprites and pixies and things yeah. and they all just like a bit of mischief yeah. ah, that's interesting it's so... entertainment <laughs> yeah it is yeah so For them, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is where uh, I said about how they reproduce. So <laughs> McAnally states that leprechauns come from evil spirits and degenerate fairies. Right. <laughs> degenerate fairies. Yeah. So make what you will of that. That's just what I found about it. X-rated Tinkerbell. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm guessing makes sense because evil spirits would be the bad side and the degenerate fairies would maybe be a slightly nicer side. I don't really know. I don't know. Well, they were first mentioned in a play about a whore, so, you know. (laughs) So maybe that's where they come from. Um, And it is also said, um, well, I'm sure you just said, Josh, where on earth do they get all their massive wealth from? Josh, where on earth do they get all their massive wealth from? Well, my friend, I'm glad you asked. That's a really good question. Do they steal it from Welsh dragons? They don't. Take it across the Welsh Channel and and hoard it for themselves. No, because you've just reminded me that dragons do kind of stand on big old piles of gold. gold Yeah, they sleep sleep on piles of gold. So, you know, it only makes sense that leprechauns go and nick it off the dragons and take it back to Ireland. If we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, that could be a very strong possibility. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, you've got research to the contrary. Yeah. And it is said that leprechauns get their wealth from treasure crocs. And I'm not talking about the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Like crock pots. Right. So treasure crocs. And they were buried, this sentence doesn't make sense to me, but buried of old in wartime. Okay. And then they've uncovered these big old treasure crocs and then appropriated Oh, them. it's the Nazi gold. I don't know. Um, probably, we're probably looking a bit older than that, <laughs> aren't we? Times of old. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you're on a roll today, man. So, so you've said fire. the M word and now you've said the N word. Well, the other N word. The other N word, yeah. So, I, I mean, I like living on the edge, but... I'm going for it, yeah. man. Bring on the hate. Well, it's been a good year, everyone. Uh, thanks for supporting the show. Unfortunately, we're going to get cancelled after this. Who would have thought leprechauns would be our downfall? We can't get cancelled. <laughs> we're not big enough for that yet. <laughs> now. They're in a production company that's taken us on. <laughs> yeah, we don't have sponsors yet either, so we can't. To be honest, we don't have anything we're to really win-win. worry about. What, what we'll do is we'll do traditional style. So in 10, 15 years' time, someone will bring up an old podcast and they'll go, oh, remember when they said that word? And then we'll get cancelled in like 15 years' time. But, that's fine. Yeah, by then it'll be all good. Yeah. So. Um, so the the green we were talking about green yes the color green traditionally green because they have little shamrock umbrellas and they all dress in green tunics don't they yes 
And just like uh, Christmas has just passed, and remember the whole story of Santa being red, but originally he was green. Yes. This is the exact opposite. Oh. Leprechauns originally had a different appearance depending on where in Ireland they were found. So before the 20th century, it was said that they wore red and not green. Covered in gold or silver, shoes had buckles, and sometimes with frills, like Austin Powers. Their little hat has a buckle on it as well. Yeah, their hat and shoes have buckles, and they had frills like Austin Powers. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like that kind of cummerbund kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, There's, in some, obviously, depending on where you go in Ireland as well, some leprechauns, um, they have different size hats. (laughs) <laughs> right. but it is said that because so they've got different size heads <laughs> well yeah I mean two to three feet tall who knows but one part of Ireland is they are said to have such big hats that it's almost the same size as their body that right. as part of their mischief they used to turn upside down and balance on their hats okay. I don't know what they were trying to achieve but it was some sort of mischief or prank is people would walk by and there would be an upside-down leprechaun. Fair enough. Um, good job they weren't Scottish First and had that came to my mind was that they'd, 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 they'd hoik their arms and legs in and the cat would fall down over their head and they could hide under it. Another possibility was such a big maybe. hat. Um, so another one in Ireland is magic wands. Right. <laughs> and swords. <laughs> right. Again, depending on where you go in Ireland, the leprechauns carry swords and magic wands separately. Some some had magic wands, yeah. some had swords. So the little wizard people as well. Yeah, oh. yeah, they had wizardry in there. Um, I green... suppose they, yeah, they've got to be magical, haven't they? To grant in wishes and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so green became part of the leprechauns' appearance in 1642, as green is traditionally the national colour of Ireland. Yeah, so yeah, that's I'd say that, that's yeah. when they kind of switched it over and was like, the red doesn't look great. Let's bring in the green. It's it's kind of like that on St. Paddy's Day, St. Patrick's Day, isn't it? Everybody yeah, yeah. Dresses up in green and drinks Guinness. Yeah. I probably should have got Guinness for today's episode, really, but I, oh. I actually don't really like it that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is uh... everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quick stories. When... I had like an iron deficiency a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So the doctor recommended like just drinking Guinness, you know, like two or three a week or whatever. And it worked. And um, I, I wasn't a fan of Guinness either, really. I was mixing black currant. I think yeah, they call yeah, it Guinness yeah, and yeah. black or yeah. whatever. 
Um, so I was drinking that and I quite liked it. So when I went over to see the, the Irish family, they said, um, well, then they're, they're Northern Irish. Um, I always forget the, the accent. <laughs> they said, uh, you haven't had a proper Guinness until you've until had, you had one, one in Northern yeah, Ireland. Yeah. Northern Ireland. <laughs> so they took me down to a little pub, which, by the way, Auntie Tracy, that is the most horrendous picture anyone has ever taken of me. When I'm straight off a flight and I'm taking a sip and she took <laughs> a picture and I had bags under my eyes <laughs> and I looked like a crackhead. So if you're listening, Auntie Tracy, thank you for that. <laughs> so, but she, she, Auntie Tracy, can you send me this picture? Uh, no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> it's terrible. I look about 55. So, um, so she, lo lovely, her and her husband took a few David. Years off you then. <laughs> oh, <cheeky. laughs> you know, if I had three wishes, mate, or a lucky <laughs> leprechaun finger, you'd be in trouble. Um, so, my lovely Auntie Tracy and Uncle David, they bought me a traditional Guinness from an Irish pub. Right. And I've never had anything more metallic in my mouth yeah, I'll bet, ever. Yeah. Like it was such a different taste to the, the difference between the English and Irish uh, Guinness was insane. And yeah. I actually preferred the English one. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Irish people. I honestly did prefer the English one. It's not as strong. So, right. um, so well, I uh, used to work with a New Zealander. Yeah, and he said that Guinness does not travel to New Zealand well. No, no, he preferred. Well, I think he uh, he did go to Ireland. He did try Guinness in Ireland, mm -hmm. got a bit of a taste for it, and then when he came back here, he he did carry on drinking a bit of Guinness, and he was like, "Yeah, it's so much better than it is over in yeah. New Zealand. It does not travel well." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. So, would you like to know where? the kind of hats and fashion and things of leprechauns, where it all came from, in a way. Go on, then. So I'm not massive into my fashion, but, you know... Neither were the Irish. So. No, that, that's, it's tell, it shows, doesn't it? <laughs> so the hat comes from the... Oh, not just the hat, the hat and other clothes, but mainly the hat, comes from the fashion of the Irish immigrants that fled to the USA for... The, ah, the old uh, uh, Irish potato family. Yeah, that's 1845 the one. to well, 1845 to a few years later. Yeah, I think it came to a head in like 1847, because uh, obviously they had like two years of really, really bad potato blight. Mm -hmm. um, people were eating grass and all sorts, just you know, because there was literally no food. They relied on potatoes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, after like two years of literally zero crops, they all just went up and yeah, no, we're getting out of here. Yeah. Go to the USA. <laughs> Do you think that's partly why people associate Irish with loving potatoes and things? Yeah, probably. It's like that story kind of goes into it. Yeah, well, Ireland is almost got the perfect climate for potatoes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is like a, a bug or a grub or something like that that like a attacks potatoes and obviously once it had got to Ireland that being like because you can per per square meter you can almost grow more potatoes than anything else yeah yeah particularly in soil that's absolutely ripe for it mm -hmm. so they they just literally planted almost a hundred percent of their crops with potatoes nice um for export and for themselves, obviously, they could make a good, good living off potatoes. But then when that famine hit in 1845, I mean, the first year, I think it wiped out about 50% of the harvest. No, that's a lot. The second year was like 90 to 95% of it. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, on the third year, with their stocks of running 
just running out. There's mm. just nothing left, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, like I say, they were even, like, pulling up grass out of the ground to eat that, you know, yeah. just for some kind of vegetation, some kind of food. And eventually, I think, like, a good sort of... I don't know what the exact percentage of it, but somewhere up to maybe 50% of the population just uprooted and just fled to, fled America. to America. Which yeah. is why you've got such a big St. Patrick's Day yeah. and Irish-American pubs and yeah. like kind of integrating into Well, they, they then, um, a lot of them started working on the railroads as well, didn't they? With the, mm. Along with the, uh, the, the the black immigrants and the, the, like the slaves yeah. and stuff like that um, because it was the only work that they could find over there. Yeah, if they were lucky enough to get paid for it, if they weren't just, you know, mm. roped into being slaves themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. And the the best, some of the best crisps I've ever had are Irish, and I believe the company's called Tato. Oh, fair play. <laughs> so the, along with the big hats, um, it came from Elizabethan clothes, and. They, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, they're very, yeah, the hat is very much in the style of uh, old Elizabethan stuff. Mm. Yeah, and they were still very popular and common in Ireland in the nineteenth century, long after they were out of fashion yeah. for England and other other countries. Yeah, they're a bit um, behind the times, aren't they? Yeah, and it, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> and it was the same for the the buckles on the shoes and the garments and things yeah, were yeah. part of the immigrants and things going over. So I've got a, a lovely little fact here that is fantastic because I thought of you when I saw this because everybody knows every episode you like to have a beer. Yeah. There is a specific type of leprechaun called a clericon. A clericon. A clericon. 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 C-L-U-R. Okay. Yeah, clericon. And it is considered to be one of the most mischievous leprechauns uh, because it goes out on regular drinking sprees. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, has a few tipples, and they go, hey, let's go and cause some mischief. <laughs> yeah, and it just drinks all day and just causes mischief everywhere, but there's its own name for it. Clericorn. Clericorn. So, films, animated cartoons, and advertising have popularised a specific image of what we know as leprechauns today. We've already said green... Hats, buckles, yeah, beard. Lucky the leprechaun on the front of Lucky Charms box. Yeah, 100%. Typical leprechaun. Isn't it? Everybody has an image of, uh, of a leprechaun. Yeah. Um, this actually bears little resemblance to anything found in Irish folklore. Oh, right. So oh, okay. I, I've seen a few pictures of Irish folklore, and when it first started with leprechauns, they were actually a little bit like uh, goblins, like uh, Gollum as well from Lord oh, of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. Um, didn't have quite as such a human appearance back then. No, no, it was actually a bit more kind of like, a, yeah, menacing and uh, a bit, uh, stay away from it. <laughs> not, not red hair and a beard. No, no, not at all. Was, so some argue that this was popularised, the image of what we know today is popularised, um, from a series of stereotypes based on derogatory anti-Irish 19th century caricatures. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's where that There's comes people from. People taking a Mickey out of them. Yeah, is where it comes from. Yes. So and not... we've kind of carried on the tradition here, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> you have. I have. <laughs> Council fire, not me. <laughs> I'll do this solo, baby. So it is for. It is now that time. Do 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 a pop, pop culture. culture. Do 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 pop culture. So I haven't got much. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if uh, many people are aware, but in 2023, there's not that much leprechauning going around. Not really, no. Um, Apart from on St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, St. Paddy's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Everybody goes nuts and they have green beer and all sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dying food green. And yeah, it's just... I bet any... Oh, I can't mention it now, can I? What's that? A- any... any um, uh, vertically challenged people that dress up ah. in green on St. Paddy's Day are going to be celebrated as leprechauns, aren't they? Very true. Yeah, yeah. I imagine with the drink and everything, they'd prob- that's the one time of the year they probably embrace it, though. They probably do, I would yeah, imagine. everybody will love them as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Leprechaun, everybody be dry buying them drinks yeah. and like lifting them up on their shoulders. We got a leprechaun, we got a leprechaun. <laughs> they wouldn't have to pay for a drink that no, day. No, There's no, no way. <laughs> so, this isn't, re- it is pop culture, but not really. It's just worth mentioning. So, this is the boring one. I'll get out of the way. Um, so, Nobel Prize winning economist, e- e- economist. E- economist, that's the one, uh, Paul Krugman, uh, conned the term. Coined the term, sorry. Oh, I'm getting all myself in a He was an tizzy. economist that coined a term? Yes. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, he coined the term leprechaun economics to describe distorted or unsound economic data, which he first used in a tweet on the 12th of July 2016 in response to the publication by the Irish General Statistics Office that Irish gross domestic product had grown by 26.3% and Irish gross national product had grown by 18.7% in the 2015 (laughs) Irish national accounts. So the, the growth was subsequently shown to be due to Apple reconstructing its double Irish tax scheme, which the EU Commission had fined 13 billion in 2004 to 2014 of Irish unpaid taxes. The largest <laughs> corporate tax fine in history. The term has been used many times since. So I thought that was worth leprechaun mentioning. Leprechaun tax? Uh, leprechaun e- economics. Leprechaun, okay. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of history there. I, I said it was boring. Yeah, but very, very boring, but essential. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For the so, complete story. <laughs> So the actual pop culture. Yeah, um, here we go. You've got... Let me think. Well, we've already covered Lucky Charms. Yeah, Lucky, the Lucky Charms mascot. Uh, there was that horror film that um, Wayne's World took the uh, mickey out of. You know, the Leprechaun, the yep. Leprechaun. Uh, American horror film Leprechaun in 1993. Yep. Would you like to take a guess who plays the Leprechaun? What's the most famous acting hmm. little person you can think of? Say the guy that played Willow, what's his name? Um, I don't know, Willow. I can't remember. If I said he played Wicket in Star Wars as an Ewok and he's friends with Ricky Gervais. (laughs) Oh, I know what you mean, but I can't think of his name, eh? Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's what I was talking about, Willow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Willow, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 1993 American horror slasher film, Leprechaun. It's actually quite popular. Yeah, it had the, what's her name, from Friends in it as well, didn't it? Oh, Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got that one. Uh, You've got the Disney film uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Which features a leprechaun king. And again, it goes back to the Three Wishes story. Right, yeah, Similar thing. Um, the Notre Dame Leprechaun, or is it Notre, Notre Not Dame? Notre Dame. Uh, leprechaun, the mascot for the University of Notre Dame. 
Um, you've got Lucky the Leprechaun mascot of the Boston Celtics, which is an American basketball team, which yeah, is actually yeah, yeah. my basketball team. Really? I don't really like that basketball that much, but if anyone says, do you support a basketball team? I always say the Boston Celtics. Is that because their uniform's green? Yeah, that is literally, literally yeah. it. I couldn't tell you a single player. I just literally like the, the colours. I, I know you like the colour green. It's your favourite colour. So green, yeah. white and black and, the, yeah. and stuff. So, And you've got, uh, and worth a mention... Hornswoggle. Have you heard of Hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Uh, can't say I haven't. No. He is a a character played by Dylan Mark Postel, who is a little person wrestler for the WWE. Oh, okay. And he his character was Hornswoggle, and he was like a leprechaun. He's a leprechaun. He used to always hide under the ring and cause mischief. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. So shout out to Hornswoggle because. I actually liked him back in the day. He was awesome. And it sounds like a very Irish name, to be fair. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Yeah. Yeah. I used to um, work with a guy called Scott. Hi, Scott. Um, and he always told me a story about a bloke that he used to work with that was Irish. He was just like a foreman on a building site. And he'd come along and tell jo uh, Scott what to do each day. Scott couldn't understand a single word that he'd say other than the words slabs and steel. Yeah. And I said to him, well, what did he sound like? And he goes... Hoodly 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 slabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I, I worked imagine. with him, he'd walk around the place just going, hoodly 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 hoodly. Yeah, I mean, it may, it's it's a hard, depending on where in Ireland, it and is how quite broad hard. their accent is. It can yeah. be very hard to understand. Them, and I've actually uh, heard it as well. It's, it's a bit like how in England, where you go to like Newcastle, Manchester, we've all got, we all speak English, but we yeah. all have different accents. And apparently in Ireland, it's very similar. Like, depending on where you go, they have thicker Irish accents oh, they do. to the yeah, point yeah, where yeah. they just sound a little bit drunk. Yeah, or I, I imagine they can't. probably struggle to understand each other the same way like anybody from down south struggles to understand the northern, like the Geordies. And yeah, like, yeah, sometimes, you know, yeah. If they got real strong Geordie accents, sometimes it just makes me laugh, but sometimes yeah. it is actually hard to understand what they're saying, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I've got for you, mate. That is leprechauns in a nutshell. And they can fit in nutshells. So oh, that's what I've got for really you. Big nuts. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it to the paranormality scale then. Ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> no, no one ever gets a ten. No one gets a ten. But I do like leprechauns. Yeah. As a thing. I, I think they're brilliant little creation. You know, even if the the mythology that we've got of them today. Mm -hmm. You know, you catch a leprechaun, you can get three wishes, or you can get a pot of gold. Yeah. Or, yeah. or both, I suppose. One of your wishes could be a pot of gold. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, so in, infinite wealth. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like them. I like them. I, um, I didn't know as much, didn't really know anything about them, to be honest, apart from, you know, little little green, green clothed. Red, yeah. red haired bearded people yeah. that were mischievous and, and pots of gold so. and I will just add as well some people always think that leprechauns they have beards but they're all ginger no 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 you no? can get leprechauns in all kinds of shades brunette blonde I've seen grey leprechauns. Okay. So they're not always ginger. Well, I guess we always think of like the Irish and the Scottish, really, as, as being the like the red-haired mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. faction within the UK, isn't it? So that's, I guess that's why that, that mm. is such a widespread thing. Um, well, I like leprechauns. I can't, I can't give them a low rating. I mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't know if I believe in leprechauns, but I believe in little people. Mm-hmm. 
they're, they're a thing, yeah. And, and I think any any little person, I'm not going to use the M word again, but yep. <laughs> I, I think that any any vertically challenged person that dresses up in green and goes drinking Guinness and and mm. jaunting around the, around the streets on St. Paddy's Day, it, it, he's, he's as, as much a leprechaun to me as, as anyone could be. Yeah. So, you know, they are real. Yeah. They have to be. Um, so I'm going to give it... I'm going to get 8.3. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go straight in with an 8.8. .8. Yeah? Yeah, because I really like leprechauns. Because my biggest fear when I started researching was how am I going to fill out half hour of leprechauns? Um, but the more I researched it, the more I got into it, heard little stories and read little things about them. And I actually really enjoyed researching this one so i'm gonna rate it quite high and That's give it an 8.8 cool. .8. and i am a little bit biased because i have irish family so i'm gonna give it yeah. an 8.8 .8. so that would give us an 8.55 average yeah <laughs> so well, i think that's reasonable for leprechauns yeah yeah so there we have it the land of the little people yeah yeah i like it so if you're a leprechaun mm. or a <laughs> <laughs> who yeah. wears green all your small one have big nuts. Yeah. Write in. Send us an email, paranormality.uk at gmail.com. If you want to get us cancelled, it's not that email. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can find us on TikTok and Instagram and Discord. If, if you really want to complain about us, come and join our Discord and just mm. rip into us on there. Yeah. Um, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting. Uh, uh, if you have a picture of a leprechaun, Definitely send it in. Mm, if you have a leprechaun's finger, for good luck, let us know. Yes. Yeah. In fact, send that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just give it to us. We, yeah. We'll have some of that. We need it. Especially <laughs> after today's episode. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess that's uh, that, that's it for leprechauns, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> nothing else uh, we can do, no. And uh, I, I'm not going to go heavy into the pro self-promotional stuff today, with, you know, all that sort of jazz. So I guess until next time, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.